I'm at the Game Developers Conference in Austin, and with me today is a special guest. How about you introduce yourself? I'm Nathaniel Bogan. I'm the Director of Research and Development of Plus 7 Systems. And what's, what's Plus 7 Systems about? Uh, Plus 7 Systems uh, produces what we call the Plus 7 Balance Engine. Uh, and This is a tool that a developer or a development team would use to maintain the gameplay balance in their game over the long term. Uh, what we see is, is games sort of feel balanced when they go out the door, but then over time, people discover the best strategies, people discover stuff that doesn't work very well, and they, they polarize completely, and very soon you have a, a real homogenous kind of a game that no one likes. It becomes uninteresting for the power gamers, uh, because they're, they're always seeing the same stuff, and it becomes kind of unfair for the weaker, uh, well not the weaker, but the less, more casual gamer, uh, because the casual gamer completely outclassed because they don't know the one thing that actually sure. works well. So it's a problem on both ends. Um, MMO studios and, and other kinds of games have dealt with this manually for a long time, and our idea is to, to be able to do this in a more analytical method, and thus be able to do it better and more frequently in a way that's kind of more pleasant for the players. So how would an indie MMO or indie um, you know community game use this system? To, to actually improve its gameplay or enhance it or consistently evolve it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, in some ways, the, the, the smaller game company benefits even more from something like this because you can't throw away a huge staff of balanced people at it. Uh, something that a, a larger company can do, they maybe just assign 10 people to monitor the game all the time and become incredibly expert at, at its mechanics and, and then make manual adjustments. And that can sort of work. Frankly, I don't think that would work as well as our tool anyhow, but at least it does work. But for an indie developer, that's clearly impossible. And so the, the, the time is so important. And what this tool is going to do is to, to collect this data, and then you don't really need to do anything once you've set the data collection going, and then at the end of a week, end of two weeks, it'll automatically give you back the set of uh, recommendations for what you should be doing next. And theoretically, you could automate the entire loop and make the game adjust itself, but more likely what you'll do is you take a look at the recommendations, kind of give a, a yes or no on those, and it'll uh, improve the game and maintain the balance pretty close to automatically and uh, save so, you a lot of time. Are, are developers then using this in conjunction with just evolving and changing the gameplay? I know that sometimes in MMOs you're kind of adding new features, you're changing stuff. Um, does this just help you tell you if the changes are working or, or is this to help you even figure out what changes you need to make to just constantly make the gameplay system just different? I mean, is that? do you think that's a goal of an indie MMO developers to constantly make the gameplay system different so that uh, the hardcore players have something new or a new challenge to master? It definitely can be. If you want to intentionally produce a more dynamic environment, then what this tool is going to allow you to do is to make the sort of larger changes yourself in a manual way and then not fear that the end result of this is going to be that your balance is completely destroyed. So the tool just continues to run in the background and the changes that it makes will always be pretty modest. And then if you decide you want to do something much larger, this gives you the luxury of knowing that you can just do that and then the tool in the future intervals will, will make appropriate adjustments to other things to make sure that different ways of playing the game are all still interesting. And um, so how would a developer get started using this system? Well, basically, uh, what, we, what we do first is we want to work with the developer for a, a bit to understand their gameplay pretty well, because the, one of the key elements of this is to create what we call a game model. We need to understand what the player's decisions look like in this particular game, uh, sort of what, what their tree of things that they can pick from is. And then in addition to that, what we call the balanced groups, which are which of these subsets of things are supposed to be balanced against each other. There are many times components in a game that are intentionally at different power levels, and they, that's fine. But the, very often there's large groups of things that are intended to be balanced with each other. And so the first step is to basically learn the game well enough for us to capture that information, and that's kind of a cooperative effort between Plus7 and, and the developer of the game. Um, 
Once that's done, the rest of the work is really fairly simple. It's a question of collecting the, the records out, which just consists of what components was the player using and how much success did they have uh, while they were using those components. And that gets piped over into our engine either in real time or in a batch at the end of a, an interval. And then uh, whenever the, the development team is looking for the next set of recommendations, they sort of send over a, a request that says, tell me uh, what we would recommend doing based on the, the last week or two worth of data. Okay. And do you have any case studies that you have on your site that indie developers can reference in terms of how effective it is? Yeah, absolutely. Um, Hordes of Orcs uh, was, was an indie development game, and it was a, the first game that we, we worked with. Uh, there is information on the website, and actually after this conference we're going to add some more information uh, on, the, on the website so you can see that case study in some, some more detail. Um, certainly, if, if anyone wants to contact us, we'd be more than happy to, to talk to them about that, and uh, John Frisby, who was the, the president uh, of Mr. Joy, uh, has been very happy to talk to people about his experience with the engines. As far as we know, he was very happy with it. At least that's what he told us. Okay. <laughs> and um, what's the site then? And actually, what's what's the pricing model uh, for someone, some indie who wants to use this yeah. system? The pricing model is probably the hardest question to answer because it's really very customized to what the particular uh, company wants to do. Uh, in general, with the indie developers, we'd be looking more toward a royalty because that's going to allow them to get this thing going without some very large uh, ongoing expense. Sure. And that way... Uh, one of the reasons we like the royalty is that we feel this is something that's going to cause much more revenue over the long term because the game stays interesting. And so we feel that, by, that it's a win-win because we are, are benefiting from the increased longevity and at the same time the indie developer doesn't have to pay anything other than out of what they actually make. Sure. And where can indie developers find out more about this uh, system that they can use in their game? So the place to start would be uh, www.plus7systems.com. Uh, and that's Is that P-L-U-S? Yeah, um, yeah, it's the letters P-L-U-S, then the number 7, and then the word systems. Uh, .com. Unfortunately, you can't have the plus sign uh, as in a URL. So our, our company name makes a great deal of sense from the perspective of a gamer because everyone sort of knows what plus seven is a whole lot to add on to something. Uh, but it's not the best URL. <laughs> so, so we have the, the PLUS7. Great. Thank you very much.